Hello. Hi, everybody. So welcome to another podcast with uh, me, Erin, and... And me, Hillary. Yeah. Um, so welcome back to Spirit Stuff. Um, today, our topic is science. Yeah, and we, we have um, Don't Cross the Streams yeah. from our beloved Ghostbusters. And um, I think what we were thinking with this one was um, what would happen if we crossed the streams? Um, and not really in a scientific way, but maybe in a metaphysical way. Mm. Um, I guess to get right into it, like what is the boundary between science and metaphysical stuff? Oh. Do we actually think about science? Are we scientific? Because... I don't think we are. (laughs) (laughs) I think sometimes we try to be, and then um, it always ends up coming back to spirit for us anyway. But it's funny, just to give everyone an idea of kind of how we set up our podcast, um, Hillary will email me the night before a list of topics of things that we've either have talked about before that Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, dang, this would be a great podcast thing. Or um, we come up with it based on quotes from movies that we use all, all the time. of the time. <laughs> so um, last night, I got this message from her and I see this topic about science and I was like, okay, I'm a little nervous <laughs> to talk about science because I don't, what am I going to talk about? I don't right. know. And when she kind of broke it down to me in terms of like what she was thinking, what she wanted to talk about in terms of the metaphysical piece of it. And if we do talk about science and how we do relate it to you know, the physical world, Mm -hmm. um, I was like, okay, I think we can make that work. Yeah, because I think there's a population of people out there who really want to believe in stuff that we believe in and Mm -hmm. believe in things that aren't of this world, but they're analytical, they're logical, and Mm -hmm. they want to know why and how. And so that's the science part. So for us, I think it's good to talk about, like, do we talk about that? Do we, Mm -hmm. do we care about that? What do we think of that? I, uh, I love skeptics. Yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always there's there's a couple things that I always think about when I think about science or skeptics and stuff like that and how it relates to um, what I do through mediumship, what we do, both mm-hmm. do through um, intuition, in, intuition, readings. intuitive readings, things like that. Um, the one thing that I I heard this really great quote and I wish I could give credit, but I don't remember who said it. And it was uh, what? Oh, I do remember. Oh, oh my okay. god. Okay, sorry. It just the cover of his book popped in my head. It's Jonathan Goldman. Oh yeah. Um, the book that we got. Um, something of the body. Um, oh my god. Okay, whatever. Anyway, amazing book. Um, he he brought up how. Um, when you have two pieces uh, or two different sides of the story, maybe two different perspectives, and they come together with an open mind mm. being able to accept one another for uh, just in, in full acceptance, mm-hmm. that is kind of where the magic happens because oh. both people will be able to learn from each other. Ah. And in that learning and in that acceptance, that's kind of where the magic happens. And in my mind, I always look at it as Visica Pisces. Oh, yeah. So Visica Pisces, if you don't know what it is, Google the image. Um, but it's essentially the, uh, well, actually, it kind of, it ties in with the flower of life, too, Definitely. which we have in our it's little our background. Yeah. yeah, it's our logo. Yeah. Uh, you know, our bitmojis, like, chilling out in front of the uh, flower of life. So um, the flower of life starts with uh, the Visica Pisces, and it's two circles, and the two circles are intersecting, and in the middle is kind of where the magic happens. It's where... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, mm-hmm. heaven meets uh, mm-hmm. earth or mm-hmm. the physical meets non-physical right. and in the middle is where the magic happens. I also relate that to like birth and creation yeah. and motherhood and stuff sure. like that too. But those are the two things that kind of pop into my head when I'm thinking about skeptics or mm-hmm. or people that need that literal um you know, seeing or, is believing right, type right. thing. Yeah. Yes. And I think when I think about science, um, I think about one of my go-to uh, metaphysical people. His name is Michael Meerdad. Oh, and I'll yes. send the tribe like um, his emails all the time, his videos, things like that. And I just listened to one of his videos. He's out of um, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona or Sedona, Arizona. It's a very magical place. And he said, well, when you think about it and when you talk to scientists, they will admit that in quantum science, when you get down to those little particles, they don't know what's there mm-hmm. and everything's moving. So... You can say, oh, this is a card. This is real. This is physical. This is a desk. This is real. This is physical. But if you look at the molecules and everything, they're all broke. When they're broken down, they're all still moving and they're all still made up of things that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. So at that point, we're, we're at the point of um, actually it, 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 there's an, maybe a reader can tell us. Um, there's a point of no return or something like that. It's a scientific term. I don't know what it is. Okay. But it's where, Sounds awesome. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to Dr. Google about right. that one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there is a point when, you know, there's a point between science and, and, and things that we don't know. And that's where me and Aaron live. We live in the we don't know. We don't care mm-hmm. that we don't know. I think that's what it comes down to. No, that's very true. Um, I have a five-year-old daughter, so she's asking me all of the time whether things are real or not real. Mermaids is the current topic of discussion because she currently, her her goal in life is to be a mermaid doctor. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that she wants to perform like surgeries on mermaids. That means she wants to actually be a mermaid and a doctor (laughs) at the same time. So, you know, we're constantly, um, you know, discussing what is real Mm -hmm. and what is not real. And coming from a parent and also my spiritual self, I always kind of answer her questions with um, almost questions of my own. Right, right. So I I ask her if she knows how big the ocean is. Oh. And she said, it's really big. I was like, it is. It's really big. I was like, do you know how deep the ocean is? And she said, it's so deep, I can't touch the bottom. I said, that's right. It is so deep, you can't Mm -hmm. touch the bottom. And I also told her, you know, there are so many parts of the ocean, as deep as it goes, that we have not been to yet and we Mm -hmm. have not discovered yet. So is it possible that something like a mermaid exists? It's just that nobody's seen it yet. Right. And she was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe mermaids are real. Yeah. I don't. I mean, sure. I don't know if mermaids are real in the sense that we see them in The Little Mermaid, which you know we all love Ariel. We all uh-huh. wanted to be her at one yeah. point. My mm-hmm. daughter was her for Halloween last yeah. two years ago or sure. last year. But um, <laughs> anyway, it it comes to that point with me where I'm constantly trying to keep myself open mm-hmm. to the the possibility right so and like with this quote um don't cross the streams they're at the point where they were trying to um invoke or evoke i never know which one that is um the the spirit of what is the oh gozer gozer 
Gozer, or Gozer the, had come through and Gozer. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they were saying. <laughs> I automatically think of the quote where it's like, aim for the flat top, yeah. which I love. <laughs> and so he's an amazing. My sister said that if she ever gets a cat, she's going to name it Gozer. Which that's I think a is great so cat perfect. name. Yes. That's yes. so good. Yeah. But in that scene, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to figure out how to obliterate Gozer, which Gozer's not being that great. They're not, it's not teamwork with Gozer and the Ghostbusters. So they're trying to figure out how to obliterate. So they're like, okay, what if we do cross the streams? They don't know what's going to happen. But what they say was a total plutonic reversal. Okay. I don't know what that means. But maybe it's what we're talking about here. Like, um, like who does it matter if we don't know what it means? And maybe that's really the question that we're talking about. Oh. And to skeptics too. Like, okay, yeah. fine. I can't I can't talk on your level. I don't know really what happens when um, a spirit is coming through. I don't really know what happens when I pull a card and it's exactly what the person I'm talking to needs to hear at that moment. Right. I don't know. No. Um, but does that matter? Uh, for us, yeah. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's um, what we try to maybe convey when we're talking to skeptics. I mean, Hillary and I have done readings for (laughs) like hundreds of people and a lot of them are skeptics. I mean, I remember I was doing readings at an event where anyone that was, um, I volunteered my time to this event and for this, uh, this cause. And, uh, I was doing like flash readings, meaning, um, five to maybe six minutes per person and I think I read oh god it had to have been at least 60 people within a few hours Mm -hmm. and I you know it was exhausting and it was crazy but there were so many of these people uh, were coming up and they they have they've never had their card reads cards read before Mm -hmm. they've never had a a tower reading they don't know what I'm talking about when I'm saying spiritual and metaphysical and empath and energy and stuff like that they're just there for the experience and um some of them were absolutely skeptical and Mm -hmm. the the first thing that I asked them was have you have you had a card reading before have Mm -hmm. you had any experience with uh intuitive readings and they said, no, I don't believe in any of this. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So all I'm asking is that you stay open to the information that I'm giving you. Uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Have your experience. Um, so I I think that when, whenever we're talking to, you know, like whenever, it's just about being open. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. And definitely, I had a similar experience. I was doing Reiki for um, a group. It was a women's retreat. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they'd sign up and then they come in and there was a lot of, there were a lot of women who would, you could tell right when they come in, they're super nervous. Like, what is this? What is Reiki? Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, and I, it's hard for me to describe what it is too, because to me it's, it's almost second nature. It's something I've always believed in. It's, it's opening myself up to energy to flow through me. I'm basically just a tool, Mm -hmm. um, to whatever you need. Mm -hmm. Um, so they come in and sit down and you could tell they're just physically, you know, just kind of, uh, blocked. And so I would just do my thing, try to make a joke, whatever, and then start the process. And in Reiki, I don't touch anybody. I just kind of hover my hands over the places Mm -hmm. that they're supposed to be. And I say, you know, you might feel some tingling. You might feel some heat. Um, after this, you might feel different for the next eight hours, you know, just expect that. And some people, because their guards were up so high, 
I don't know if anything actually came through because mm-hmm. it would almost feel like I was <clears throat> doing Reiki to like um, a, a rock. Yeah. Even though I think you could do Reiki to a rock. I'd be I'm pretty sure you yeah, can do I Reiki think, yeah. to anything. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be totally fine. I think yeah. the rock would really like I think, yeah, yeah we should probably do <laughs> yeah, we, Reiki rock rocks. Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my God, that's great. But yeah, so, and and that was their experience. Maybe maybe they needed to go in there to, to just think about that. And maybe, honestly, it's not a metaphysical thing. It's psychological. They're not, right. they don't want to, they're not ready mm-hmm. to feel like they're worthy of feeling better. Oh, and I, I think that, um, you know, in terms of Reiki, regardless if the person is, and doing any reading, so any energy work that we have, whether the person is allowing themselves to accept it or resisting it, it's going to be a part of their experience in some mm-hmm. way. It's going to do exactly what it needs to do. And, you know, I, I've done so many readings. I had a period in time where I didn't do any mediumship readings for an entire year. And um, I was taking a, a very literal cue from the universe to slow the hell down. And I stopped doing readings for about a year. Uh, so when I got back into it, I was incredibly nervous that spirit wouldn't come through Mm -hmm. like it's come through prior. Um, And that also the person that was receiving the reading wouldn't get everything that they needed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's all ego. It's all ego fear based um, thoughts. So, you know, at that point, you do the praying, you do the meditation, you try to acknowledge and receive as, as much as you can in order to be able to prepare yourself for it. But when you're in it, you're in it. Mm-hmm. You do what you need to do. And then at the end of the day, the session, whatever, mm-hmm. you just acknowledge that I showed up. I'm going mm-hmm. to acknowledge that the universe met me halfway because I showed up and I did what I needed to do and that whatever their experience was, it's going to be whatever they needed it to be. Yeah. And it's regardless, Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, everything is good. Uh, I think mostly Mm -hmm. in the universe. So regardless, something's going to happen whether you believe it or not and whether you acknowledge it or not. Yeah. There are things happening all around us. Cool. So with that said, why don't we draw a card? Oh, yes. We so, each, yes. We, we brought some new decks today. So yeah. I have, um, I believe it's called the Tarot Heart Deck. This is another John Holland deck. I usually use his universe deck, but as in current times, it's in the trunk of a car that I don't have access to right now. <laughs> as happens. Uh, yes. <laughs> as and, our cards travel, just right. as we do. Um, and I have um, the Wisdom of Avalon Oracle cards. This is Colette Baron reed oh, who I saw at um, the Hay House. The I Can um, Do I It. I Can Do It tour. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So I bought these here, and they're really cool. Yeah, they're um, beautiful cards. Yeah. Both both decks are completely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, as with any time that you yourself at home or we here pull cards, um, we just ask that you be open to the process. You interpret it however you interpret it, and just trust that whatever guidance that you're getting is 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 what you need. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to go? You go. Okay, you go. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is the novice. Um, this is a picture of a woman walking through the forest with some tools like a, a walking stick and a satchel. And it means innocence, beginner, ignorance, 
new skill without practice, unstable curiosity. Mm. This is very interesting because we're talking about kind of approaching the borders mm-hmm. of spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. scientific stuff, earth, whatever. So to me, this me- this is a great representation of today. There might be some people out there listening for the first time or really new to all this or old to all this and really have a fresh look on it. So I, th- mm-hmm. I think this is a great card. Uh, the card that I pulled is it's called the control card. Ooh. And I kind of love this because it has a... a a lot to do with what we've been talking about today with the science piece as well is generally the um the people that are the skeptics or the ones that also need to know that there's some sense of control mm-hmm. where this card is um it's showing a person they're wearing this gorgeous heart necklace they have this these wings surrounding them and this bright light coming from the back and mm. it's just to let you know that um regardless of the control that you think you may have <laughs> There is always some other unseen force that is helping to drive our choices for the the better of ourselves, which is greater mm-hmm. good. So nice. it's awesome. It's so beautiful. Oh, it's, oh we love cool. we love John Holland. We love Colette Baron Reed. We love Hay House. We <laughs> love. Oh, we're huge fans. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed our science talk. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. We'll we'll see you next week. I hope you join us and um, connect with us on social media. We love it. Yeah. Hi. So you can connect with us on iTunes and Google Play. Also through our social media platforms. Yeah. Find us at Spirit Stuff with Ian H on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Hashtag Spirit Selfie. Woo.